Now, summertime's here, and my MS needs something to keep me cool. Now, summertime's here, and my MS needs something to keep me cool. Better watch out, MS. We've got something for you. Here is what it is. I'm your ice vest man. Grab me when the heat is high. I'm your cooling products man. See me when the hit temps are high. See all my types that cool and satisfy. The heat can drive you crazy. They got cooling vest, neck coolers, all types, hats and shoes too. <laughs> Basically a little parody of I'm your ice cream man from Van Halen. That'd be good. Something <laughs> quick to throw together. Uh Welcome to episode 36 of Under the Call with MS. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about Ice Cream Man presents Quarantine Comics Special. This is from Image Comics, W. Maxwell Prince, Martin Morazzo, Chris O'Halloran, with lots of special guests. There's six little stories in here. It's a nice, decent-sized comic for a low price. Uh, these mini-comics were made in quarantine. They originally appeared on QuarantineComics.com, that's comics with an X, where they were released weekly during the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. They're collected here for you now in a floppy comic book. Because floppy comic books are the best. Please wash your hands thoroughly after reading. This was fun. Six little quarantine comic story. The first one kind of gets in a little Adam Eve, Adam and Eve style thing. And each of the comics, Ice Cream Man makes his own little appearance and stuff. And like in that one, he appears as the devil and entices Eve with an ice cream cone and stuff. Out of an apple while he's eating an apple. Uh, yeah, one that's a bunch of same Mike characters and stuff in here. It's a fun look at us being quarantined and what we mentally go through. And yeah, a girl trapped in her. But stuck in her home and just watching life through her window and seeing what's happening out there isn't much compared to what it was before all this. It's a, everything looks so quiet and desolate. Yeah. Characters being attacked by creatures and oh, just a great variety of different stories, superhero stories and stuff. And, and The first one's I Am What I Am, a sonnet. The second one's True Original. Third one's A Convention of Mikes. Fourth one's The Secret Origins, Pinky Ring. Seroquel and Terminal Ride. I never read anything Ice Cream Man before. So this is... Very fun and interesting, and it's like one guy, he 
doesn't pay attention to his family, but he spends all his time building his little city in his house and then just wants to live in that city while he gets his wish in the long run. I mean, they're basically true to heart to the old style and like the Tales from the Crypt comics and stuff and the strange adventures and stories like that. They have a variety of little stories thrown together. They all got their own little twist. There's a fun thing that they did for the artist to help with everybody being out of work and everything like that. And it just gave them a means to get something out there during the beginning of the whole COVID pandemic. Not like many people are doing much better nowadays than they were back at the beginning of it. Uh, I got a couple sneak peek comics here. Villainous is a strange and interesting story of a lizard-style character trying to find her way in the world and figure out what she's her whole purpose is for. It's got some potential. And yeah, she's kind of like living in a world where you're finding out her heroes aren't exactly what they were meant to be and stuff like that. Trying to make things right by her, but who knows what will happen in the future. It's just. Like I said, these are just like a couple of quick sneak peek comics that I came across. Basically, a reader copy that comes to the stores, different comic book shops. And the other one was Hollywood Trash, where you got a couple garbage collectors basically dealing with a villain and a variety of villainous characters and it's just a fun story about how they deal with things during their everyday life as garbage men and what they do to basically deal with these characters that are appearing in their life and Looks like it also has a lot of good potential to it, but you need more. You need a lot more of the story to find out what's going on. And we mentioned free comic book day. I got another one. This is Mean Girls Senior Year. After struggling to survive the wild events at North Shore High School the year before, Katie learned her lesson and is swearing off drama. It's all about good grades, SAT prep, and college applications from here on out. But the new transfer student, Megan Moretti, isn't about to let Katie Caddy stay focused. Megan is determined to rise to the top of the popularity food chain and become a new plastic a new plastic. So Caddy, Regina, Gretchen, and Karen 
have to band together to stop this queen bee wannabe from turning the school inside out all over again. Basically, run off from the main, the mean girls movie I, and all that. I couldn't really get into it myself. I was not a fan of the movie myself either. But uh, if you are into it at all, they did have a nice and it's a decent sized comic that they came out with for free comic book day. And if you like that storyline and something you really want to grab onto and pick up. Uh, let's see here. We got. MS talk today. I am basically this podcast. I'm getting done ahead of time because on the day that this comes out is the day of my colonoscopy. So I am just getting this done because who knows what's going to happen, how I'm going to feel, and I'm getting sedated. So I'm definitely. And it could be a fun podcast. Who knows? Maybe I'll come home and do something after I get sedated for the next day. But I just wanted to get this out so it was done with the next podcast. Hopefully you'll hear how the colonoscopy all went. Unless for some reason I came up positive with my COVID test today. Then on Sunday. But let's look at traditional and complementary medicine how it works together exploring alternative perspectives can be key to your overall health the diagnosis of ms a chronic progressive condition is difficult for anyone to receive in many cases a cam practitioner which we talked about that earlier in the week basically complementary and alternative medicine what CAM stands for, <clears throat> but a CAM practitioner meets a patient shortly after their diagnosis, which I didn't get one, <laughs> when they are overwhelmed by both the diagnosis and possibly and the possibility of relapsing or progressive symptoms that come with time. While CAM providers can often provide new tools to improve the health of a person with MS, this hope fear, and anxiety can also expose patients to false and dangerous claims of cures. Look for a CAM provider who is trained in the traditional diagnosis and pathogenesis of disease. This provider can be a strong ally working with your traditional medical practitioner to achieve the best results for your health. These modifying therapies slow the course of MS because people with MS can have long periods of remission. They may become non-adherent to DMTs or limit their neurology follow-up care. So GAM providers may be an important point of contact for people in this situation, helping provide risk-benefit counseling for traditional treatments. They may also implement antioxidants and anti-inflammatory approaches used in CAM therapy. Nutrition approaches may include high phytonutrient intake or eating brightly colored 
fruits and vegetables with their natural occurring antioxidants. Some treatments are directed at improving liver function or adding fiber to improve excretion of waste, reducing sodium to improve symptoms and axonal damage, and to reduce risks of cardiovascular disease may be tried. Consuming foods with medium chain triglycerides and omega oils are used to reduce inflammation. Avoiding refined sugars and empty calorie foods can reduce risk of obesity and impaired cellular function and damage. But health isn't just about what you put in your body. It's also what you do with it and how you think about yourself and the world around you. Physical activity, yoga, deep breathing, and meditation all can improve health by reducing stress and improving oxygenation. These activities may also enhance sleep, which is an important component of restoration, poor sleep hygiene because of excessive daytime naps, frequent waking for urination, or because of pain and depression can make quality sleep seem unattainable. Many symptoms of MS can be difficult to treat with medication. Sometimes medications create unwanted side effects such as pain, medications that cause confusion, or immune modulators that cause fatigue, CAM modalities such as massage, acupuncture, and even hypnotherapy may help to reduce the intensity of these symptoms, leading to better better health outcomes. Yeah, it's you always got to look for those extra little things because our DMTs, I'm on my second one, looking at possibly my third one pretty soon. Just keep changing and changing until, you know, just dying. (laughs) Nothing can benefit us. It can just ward off future relapses for a little while and, until our body gets used to the medication, then we have a relapse or whatever happens, who knows. But the end will come, and we just, until then, we can just do what we can and fight through it. But speaking of the end, you can consider your end of life documents, your wills, your trust, powers of attorney. They're all important and require some thought and discussion with other people. Yeah, testament, testamentary documents refer to wills and trust. Generally, a will, often called a last will and testament, is a legal document which explains a person's final wishes regarding how assets are to be divided and among whom. Every state has different rules as to what requirements must be met in order for a will to be valid. But all wills take effect upon the maker's death. Trusts are similar to wills in structure, but trusts take effect immediately and are not necessarily dependent upon the maker's death. In a trust, a person takes legal title to a property for the benefit of another. The person who has legal title is called a trustee, and the person for whose benefit the property is held is called a beneficiary. It is not unusual for an individual to have both a trust and a will. Then yeah, non-testamentary documents are often executed 
in conjunction with making a will and or trust, but independently, they are incredibly important for those living with chronic illnesses. These type of documents require less formalities in their execution and include a living will, durable, durable power of attorney, healthcare surrogate, and anatomical donations. Every con- competent adult has the right to make decisions about their body and medical treatment. These advanced directives are a great way to express what your wishes are in the event of incapacitation. A living will is precisely what the name implies. It is a document that outlines medical treatments you would or would not like to receive during your lifetime in the event of incapacitation whether mentally or physically. Power of attorney, it is a bit more complicated because there are different types, a specific limited power of attorney, a durable power of attorney, and a healthcare power of attorney. Notably, an individual can have all three types of power of attorney documents held by three different people, or an individual can just choose one person for everything. A limited or specific power of attorney grants a narrow right to stand in another's shoes. For example, an individual can assign the right to file taxes to an accountant, and that accountant is only permitted to file that individual's taxes, nothing more, while that individual is competent and alive. A durable power of attorney grants an individual the right to stand in another's shoes in a wide range of situations regardless of whether the grantor is incapacitated or not, unless restricted. In the governing document, a durable power of attorney allows the individual holding the power of attorney to do everything the granting individual has the power to do, including buying real estate and managing a bank account. While most jurisdictions will recognize a durable power of attorney as valid in a healthcare setting, others require a special document known as healthcare power of attorney or healthcare surrogate designation in order for another to make medical decisions for you. Like a durable power of attorney, a healthcare power of attorney or surrogate can still make healthcare choices for you even if you are incapacitated. Deciding to donate organs is a personal choice that should be shared freely with your healthcare providers and family. The donation of organs helps society as a whole, but it is necessary to dis- discuss your wishes and even provide a completed copy of donor form to your physicians and family so that there are no misunderstandings. And because you want to make sure everything's good with your religious beliefs also and things can change. With regard to advanced directives, non-testamentary documents, it is imperative to discuss what your wishes are and who you have selected to carry them out. All of your treating physicians should have a copy of your living will as well as healthcare power of attorney. For testamentary documents, it is not necessary to share your wishes but there are limited circumstances in which it is advisable. For example, if you were a single mother with young children who has MS, it would be wise to communicate with the person to whom you have assigned the care of your children in advance of your passing. 
Further in this case, in the case of a trust, you may need to retitle property into the name of the trust and notify your mortgage company. For MS patients in particular, taking steps to prepare both testamentary and non-testamentary documents will alleviate stress and concern as you will be secure in the knowledge that your wishes will be carried out. Admittedly, thinking about one's own incapacitation or death is not pleasant. We are necessarily forced to consider these matters sooner than many of our non-MS peers. Our awareness of our mortality will ultimately allow us to plan better and protect ourselves and our families. And you know, I got a lot of stuff I had to fill out for the doctors because I, I don't want to be put on life support. I don't want to be put on a bunch of breathing tubes and stuff like that which with this whole COVID thing and stuff now, the issues it has with having to be put on breathing machines and stuff like that, that's not going to be a fun thing for any MS or we got enough problems with our issues that we don't need to increase things by adding that to it. And I don't preferably want to tube down my throat, just keeping me alive, just suffering with that for an extra few days of being awake or whatever. I body parts, I don't care. You can donate whatever you want. Anything I've got mine set up for that. It's uh, it's better to help someone than to just have the stuff rotting in the ground. Uh, as far as <laughs> items and stuff, I don't really own shit. <laughs> MS took all living life away from me, so I can't make a living anymore. Can't have the nice things I've always wanted or did have. I've had to sell most of my stuff throughout my life that I enjoyed. And it is a disappointment, but what you gonna do? Can't take shit with you. As I'll get rid of it ahead of time. Uh, and then they got this thing I've never even heard of until I came across this little reading thing. But have you heard of tumefactive multiple sclerosis? T U M E F A C T I V E? Tumefactive multiple sclerosis is a rare form of MS. MS is a disabling and progressive disease that affects the central nervous system. Central nervous system is made up of the brain, spinal cord, and optic nerve. Uh, Tumefactive MS is difficult to diagnose because it causes symptoms of other health problems such as stroke, brain tumor, brain abscesses, Yada yada yada. It's, it's, to me, it's just basically another form of relapse and remitting MS or whatever is basically what it sounds like. But the fact of MS can cause symptoms that are different from other types of MS. Common common symptoms of MS include fatigue, numbness or tingling, muscle weakness, dizziness, vertigo, 
bowel and bladder problems, pain, difficulty walking, muscle spasticity, vision problem, then symptoms more common in tumor fact of multiple sclerosis include cognitive abnormalities such as trouble learning, remembering information and organizing, headaches, seizures, speech problems, sensory loss, mental confusion. Basically, I got all those other than the headaches. I don't, well, yesterday it felt like Mike Tyson basically bitch slapped me in the right side of my face and my or my left side of my face and my left eyes felt like it was going to burst out of my skull and side of my face left side of my face was severe pain all day that's always fun so I guess that's somewhat considered a headache but uh the cause of tumor fact of multiple sclerosis, there is no known cause of it, but they believe there are several factors such as genetics, your environment, your location, vitamin D, and smoking. Just basically the same exact things that <laughs> says. I don't know why they're just giving it a new name or just not classifying it as some more symptoms related to MS. Uh, but diagnosing it can be challenging because symptoms of the disease are similar to those of other symptoms. Uh, other medical tests include nerve function test, which measures the speed of electrical impulses through your nerves. Might do a lumbar puncture, which I'm just not looking forward to i know i'll have to do one eventually in my future but spinal taps always scared the shit out of me it's a procedure where a needle is inserted into your lower back to remove a, a sample of the cerebros cerebrospinal fluid a spinal tap can diagnose a variety of medical conditions which can include serious infections certain cancers of the brain or spinal cord, central nervous system disorders, inflammatory conditions that affect the nervous system. And your doctor may also want to see blood work and all that. How is it treated? There's several disease-modifying agents like Gladimir, Gladimir, which is Copaxone, your interferon beta-1, which A, which is Avonex, your Aeroflunamide, which is your abagio, and dimethyl fumarate, which is tecteris. Basically, tumor factor MS can cause other symptoms such as depression or frequent urination. I mean, these are all MS symptoms. This isn't making any sense, and those are all MS diseases. So I already given this a whole new classification is beyond me instead of worrying about all these classifications why don't we worry about curing some of this shit for once <clears throat> but yeah lifestyle modifications and alternative alternative therapies can also help you manage it but moderate exercise can improve fatigue mood bladder and bowel function muscle strength Aim for 30 minutes of ex exercise at least three times a week. You should first talk to your doctor before beginning a new exercise regimen. 
You can also practice yoga and meditation to help manage stress. Mental and emotional stress can worsen, worsen the symptoms of MS. Another alternative treatment is acupuncture, which may effectively relieve pain, spasticity, numbness, dangling, and depression. Yeah, it just basically sounds like everything we know. <laughs> it's just another name for it. Let's just keep naming different shit that we can't spell or speak. But oh well, makes the doctors happy. Gives them something that they can write a story about and write a medical paper about and get their name on it. I guess I don't know. And I think their time could be used much more wisely. That is the podcast for today. While you're listening to this, I'm probably getting a camera shoved up my ass. <laughs> uh, hopefully things come out good. Don't find no weird cancers to go along with everything else or something. But we will let you know. We'll keep you updated. And have a great week.